Welcome back to Twisted Talk, everybody. I'm your host, Daniel Havens. With me this week is Jason Turner. Back again. Yes, sir. How you been, Jason? I've been good. Uh, We almost screwed up that intro, though. Yeah, Jason um, almost false cracked the one beer that we have. <laughs> you were explaining to me how to do it, and I started cracking the beer. I was just trying to get my nails underneath the lid, and it started cracking. Yeah, I could hear it. I was like, oh my god, I, I got to hit play, I got to hit play, I got to hit play. Like, no, I was, yeah, I was like, hit record, let's go. <laughs> so we zoomed into this episode. Uh. Yeah, how you been, Jason? I mean, I I feel like I see you pretty often now since you are here in Twin, living in Twin. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I mean, for everybody that hasn't heard from you in what four months, three months, how long has it been since your last episode? When was it? I mean, we did like a group thing. It was with Mike and Angel and Carlos stepped in from yeah, time to time. That you were living in a whole new place. Yeah, yeah, a new place. Me too. Yeah, dude, yeah. lots of change. Holy cow. full circle somehow. Yeah, but now we get to be near each other and it's dope. Yeah, so what's going on with school? Dude, who cares about school? <laughs> dude, I hate school. It's freaking boring, dude. I freaking... I say freaking way too much. Irving always tells me. I fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's what we like hate here. hate school. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I really... I, it's just like, it's such a waste of my time. I'd rather just be focusing on me. But man, as long as the... VA's going to pay for it. I'll do it, I guess. How much longer you got? Dude, I just got signed up with another program because I'm a disabled veteran. I get like voc rehab is what it's called. Okay. And that lets me get like 10 more months of GI Bill benefits. So they're going to pay for me to get a master's degree in Th- business. That's fucking sick, dude. Dude, yeah, that is dope. That seems like too, too fancy for me. Like I shouldn't have a master's degree. I'm not worthy. What are you talking about, dude? Like, <laughs> if you look at that like... sounds smart. Dude, I feel like personally, you've just, if you look at where you started when you got out of the Marines to where you're at now, I feel like making videos was just a for fun thing and now it's your job and it's sick. Dude, you're right. Sometimes, I was just talking to my roommate about this. I was like, sometimes I do stop and I'm like, damn, I've come a long ways. Like I, I usually don't ever stop and think about that because I'm just like grinding trying to but right now i'm a full-time student so i can't grind to my maximum potential unless Mm -hmm. i stop being a student but it's like they're paying me yeah with housing loans so like are you taking it'd be dumb if i didn't are you gonna end up taking summer classes or what are you thinking yeah you gotta do a senior capstone in summer what's that i freaking don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm just going i'm learning as i go dude (laughs) what do i gotta do next oh yeah i'll do it so are you do you have to end up going back to portland eventually are you dude i pray i don't have to hopefully fall fall will be my last official one at portland state so and if you get your if you do go for your master's where are you going to try to go somewhere uh, dude i don't, I don't know. know that's a good question i've kind of said fuck grades after i stopped getting scholarships uh-huh because i used to be a 4.0 student up till portland state i was like honors at csi i was just such a little dweeb mm-hmm. but then they stopped giving me scholarships and then i was like what's the point of good grades i'll just get a c I literally look at assignments like, do I need to do this? I got an A right now. If I don't do this one, I'll still have a, I'll need a B. That's passing. Fuck yeah, it. I feel like as long as you get your degree, you're fine. Yeah, there's no incentive anymore for good grades for me. Hmm. It's because my name's Jason Turner, so everyone's like, well, it's just a white dude. And, and that you, Portland State wants diversity. I don't know. Did you look Asian? They don't look at me, though. They look <laughs> at a piece of paper. They're like, oh, he's white. <laughs> you think that's yeah a little know. racist? Yeah, of Portland people, State. Poor, poor white people, dude. It's probably rough to be white right now. I I hate when people think I'm white. I'm like, come on, 
And then not a single drop of white blood in me. Dude, I saw Unless this. You count Spanish. I saw this, this uh, this post on Twitter the other day, and it was like, it was like a quote, and it said, "I fucking hate white people." And then the the person quoting it was a white person, and I was just <laughs> like, "That's funny," because <laughs> I feel like I hear white people say that they hate white people more than <laughs> anybody else. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to say. I feel like that's a we're at a fine line now. I'm like, do yeah. I say do I make a I, I hate white people joke? No. Or people are gonna be like, Jason Turner said he hates white people. <laughs> You're not white though. Yeah, I know, so I can't make a joke like that. Yeah. What's your middle or name? Can I? Can I? Because I'm my name's Jason Turner. I yeah, that's well, what anybody what's your can middle make fun name? white people now. Like honestly, they're like no one gives a fuck. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know, dude. I just feel like anything no one cares. when no it comes one. to race, anything is just like so. But white people, no one's gonna like. It's like, come on. No. I mean, <laughs> no you sound like care. a white guy. Yeah, dude. I'm freaking born, and raised in Idaho, except for the couple of years that we went back to Juarez. To so, where? Juarez, Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know where that's at. Yeah, I don't think you're missing out on much. That place is fucking crazy. It's cartel land, shit. Anything crazy ever happened to you while you were there? How old were you? What do you mean, how old was I? When you were living there. My mom, I was like an anchor baby, dude. My mom came to Idaho and had me here. And actually, she stayed and worked and sent me back to Mexico. And I lived with my grandma in Juarez for a while, for a couple years. And then I don't barely even know the beginning of my story very much, honestly. I need to talk to my mom more. I need to record. (laughs) I need to record the story because. I don't want it to go to waste, you know? Yeah. So Lost in memory. I kind of want to talk about some of the stuff that you've been doing, or I guess stuff that you have planned in the future, because a lot of it's really interesting. I mean, it strikes an entrance to me. I'm sure other people find it interesting. First off, you're doing a short film here soon, right? I'm trying. You're trying to? And that's... Wait, which one are you talking about? I have so many projects. Dude, I, I know, I know. It's the one, <laughs> and I feel like I've already asked you about this before, but... You had made a post about it, and it was about somebody who like had lived above a gas station, I want to say, or it was a convenience store. No. No. Doesn't strike. <laughs> that doesn't strike me. Dude, I wish I could remember. There, were, uh, Man, you made a really big post about it. You wanted to do a documentary more or less on this person. When did I write this? Oh, maybe six, seven months ago. I don't know. Mm. I know we've talked about it since. Dude, I'm, I have so, I don't know what it is, eight. ADD or something. I've just I'm always bouncing around. My brain's always going to project to project. That makes sense. And I mean, I'm, you're really busy too. I force myself to finish projects. And I'm like, you better fucking finish this. Because I'm the... so easily distracted and wanting to do something else. Like, oh, I want to learn that now. I want to learn that now. That makes sense. What about your most recent one? Your big trip that <laughs> oh. you just took. Oh yeah. So yeah, I just went to nationals with uh, Kendra Samargis and the family boxing crew. Where she made Team USA. Let's go. Yeah. Freaking Twin Falls representing out there now. Idaho's on the map. She's fighting in the Olympics now, right? Is that? No, not necessarily. So okay. they go to Team USA and they train at the Olympic Training Center. As far as I believe, I'm not sure if I'm getting it all completely correct. Uh-huh. And I think they choose someone from there to go fight in the Olympics. It's kind of weird, which it seems like a great docuseries idea. Because it's like a lot of drama could happen. What if the number three ranked girl gets taken above ranked number one and two girls yeah yeah they would there'd be drama right they're like what the fuck is she going how'd she end up doing a national she did great i mean she's a, such a warrior so she doesn't want to like accept second place because that's mm-hmm. what she got but honestly for documentary sake behind the camera it was better for me because i was like capturing all that raw emotion it was real emotion yeah it was dude. great 
And how much how much footage did you end up with? Because you sent me a Snapchat and there was like, what was it like five terabytes worth of film? Oh, not five. Five. It was one point, oh. uh, like one point three four terabytes. Yeah, I'm an idiot. But five, <laughs> five just sound. You should have just you should just went with it. That would been five. Sweet. More like ten. <laughs> No one knows what a terabyte is anyways. Yeah. So how much of that are you going to end up using? Like how long is that film going to be? I think it's going to be like 20 minutes long. Really? And I have like uh, almost like 40 hours, maybe 40 plus hours of footage. Damn. I would sit there. I would sit there, dude, for so long. I'd record everything. And I just constantly hold a certain good angle. I'd start out wide to get Uh the establishing shot. Hold it for at least 30 seconds before I decide to move in. So then I have good long shots to use in the documentary afterwards. I move to a medium shot, I'm a subject of whatever's interesting that's happening. Mm-hmm. And then I move into a close-up and like hold face shots and hold that for 30 seconds in the process. And then I, right after that, I'll get B-roll, random objects that are nearby to use as filler for a post. Okay. And then I just keep doing that process. But if anything ever happens, like uh, if anything like uh, interesting, a person comes in, any someone's talking about something interesting. Uh-huh. I have them all microphoned up, and I have my microphone on my thing so I can record it and use it as storyline. Mm-hmm. But also, I, at that moment, I decide to lock, and I don't move the angle at all. Because then I'm just like... Because I've tried moving to like capture, oh, something's happening, let me turn. Yeah. And I end up fucking it up and missing the shot that I can't use because I'm moving, and it's it's like moving the entire frame, you know? Mm-hmm. That's something I can't use as a cinematic footage. Yeah. So I just hold it, make sure I get the audio, and I guess I'm capturing this girl's, or like imagine if I'm pointing at Kendra and some guy's talking to her. Mm-hmm. I'm not pointing the camera at the guy. I'm already got the shot here. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to capture her reaction and the way she talks back, and I'm going to turn. When I get a chance, when it dies, I turn and get a different angle that's going to get the footage better. Okay. That makes that makes sense. <laughs> so you said you have 40 hours worth, pretty much, of film. Do you have to go through? Yeah. And you're gonna, so you're going to have to sit down and go through all that and decide what you think deserves to be yeah. in the 20 minutes worth of film that you're actually going to do. And it's great. I'm so glad I recorded so much because there was a lot of great raw moments that happened. Uh-huh. Just like there was one moment specifically that I remember. Jason, the coach and the husband to Kendra, he's a – they're Kendra's two kids. He's not the biological father to them, so he's like their stepdad. Okay. But, you know, he's raising them and he's with Kendra and stuff. And uh, I don't know exactly their full extent of their relationship, but I got to observe their family really in-depthly for, you know, how long I've been doing this, Mm -hmm. especially at Nationals. And there's a great moment where Riley, the youngest, he's like eight. Uh, I'm just recording through the doorway. They're like framed. He's laying on the bed and it's like a nice little framed up through the doorway shot. Mm -hmm. And Riley comes in and jumps on him and they're kind of playing. And at some moment, I was able to get up close and get, like, a good shot of both of them playing. And it was just such a playful, fun moment that just revealed, like, kind of their relationship. And it was, like, really, it was super cute because you could just tell Riley loves Jason. Yeah. And it was, if I wasn't there just sitting there recording, I wouldn't capture little magical moments of reality like that. So it requires sitting there, being patient, like, like, imagining, like, Planet Earth style, but for humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's dope, dude. (laughs) So how did you even get... Like, did they just ask you? Because you train in their gym, right? I went and trained at their gym, and I got to uh, know who Kendra was and what they were doing. And it really started out just me learning that Kendra qualified for the Olympics trials, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't get up to compete because she got COVID. And so Jason, it was really bad. And uh, so she didn't get to compete. And, but so now she was trying to get some redemption at nationals. And me, as you know, a documentary filmmaker, inspiring to, to be 
you know and mm-hmm. i i say aspiring to be kind of romanized because it's like it is like what does it require for anybody can be a filmmaker you know it's like art it's like i'm trying to be a painter yeah it's like just paint yeah you know you are a paint just paint you don't need to aspire to get this title yeah you know what i mean so it's like just getting trying to create my art that's how i feel with this story too but yeah i just met her there and uh i got to know her and i was like dude honestly you guys are super like that's super cool i'm really into martial arts and boxing now that i'm here at your gym Mm -hmm. and i like to make films and i want to try to push myself as a filmmaker to create more and learn from my creations so i asked her if i could follow her around make a documentary and she was down with it there i mean they seem thankful for it i think at first they thought they had to pay me and i was like no this is my passion project like let me let me just make it i want to try to see if i can unlock my uh i just want to try to prove to myself how good of a documentary i can make okay on something i'm interested in so how long so now that you have all your like are you doing any more recording now that you guys are home or is it like after the trip was done you guys were i think i think we're gonna have one more shoot okay yeah just uh maybe but i want to go through all this footage first so i have time to decide on that Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't necessarily know what story is exactly going to play out until i have gone through all the footage and see what story i've captured yeah and then uh or what i can tell but i have the first introduction scene and it's it it, i think it's a good hook it gets you and makes you want to watch the rest of the movie i'll show it to you after this okay sweet yeah no i'm really i'm i'm the only reason i'm asking mainly for like first off to kind of let you speak about your passion and then secondly i want to know how long it's going to take until it's ready to go Mm -hmm. because like i'm really like excited to to watch it like we went to midget wrestling and you were there the same week yeah, so like that's why you go could... to midget wrestling so bad <laughs> yours sounds way like way more fun dude it was more it wasn't i wouldn't say fun it was work mm-hmm. like sitting there my back was killing me the left side of my spine was swollen according to jason he was trying to massage it with a theragun because mm-hmm. i was sitting there like you know holding a camera for hours and hours a day just sitting there recording reality you know constantly i was so i experienced that thing different than everybody else yeah because i was constantly looking into the screen Mm -hmm. so i was like seeing it as a movie play out a really long form 40 plus hour movie Mm -hmm. but now i get to choose the best parts of the movie and make a super movie a super short movie so of what i saw what i experienced as i was watching this story unfold yeah, that's sick. And you're set on 20 minutes, right? Is no, it... I'm not set on anything. Oh, okay. I'm just predicting based off of how long the intro first scene is. Uh-huh. I'm like, if this amount of time is for is the average per scene, because I have a structure of how I know I want to tell the story. Yeah. It's it's I'm using only raw reality clips, like very direct cinema style, where it's observational, super intimate, you know, ma- yeah. real magical moments happening to tell the story mm-hmm. but i'm also like influencing my own way of telling the story because i'm like time warping it i'm like showing the beginning of her first fight first to like use as a hook mm-hmm. then we go 10 days before and we're watching kendra you know like 10 days before what they're doing like their day and getting to know these characters and then we go to you know a day before we we played virtual reality mm-hmm. boxing <laughs> you know how fun that is yeah yeah it's dude. a workout so dude i'm dying at the end of every match dude and you're just out there knocking them out first round 30 seconds in i'm just like jason's an animal i don't want to touch him dude i can't play that game on normal it's so funny for me to watch people when they first play cuz i i've just gotten so good at that game well, it's i mean not, it's not fun anymore first time i uppercut our light off of the roof dude, yeah, i straight <laughs> took the light off the ceiling with that uppercut straight mike tyson over here yeah it was it's fun though that's crazy 
<laughs> we, yeah so we took that over to i took that over to their house mm-hmm. the day before we left to louisiana and had uh the kids and, and kendra and jason play it and i just sat back and watched and recorded it was playing on the tv because it's like i thought it was kind of a fun little scene showing the fi- family dynamic you know moments mm-hmm. plus they're kind of bo- they're boxing on vr for the first time so it's fun and it's just kind of a funny connection you know yeah and i could see a good way to edit like a cross cut between like then punching boom cut straight to a real the same exact version like a same shot of them doing that punch but in the ring i feel like there's a bunch of cool ideas you could do for transitions and things like that with something like that so is this because like i know you've done a lot of different like pieces i guess is what i would call them like you've done a lot of work more or less yeah is this probably your biggest project that you've worked on so far Oh, this is my biggest passion project for sure uh yeah, it's I've worked I've done so many, I've screwed up on so many, constantly learning and developing my skills. And I think at this point I'm like I understand the fundamentals and I understand how to be different uh-huh. and how to express your own voice in a film well. You know, I think I've developed my eye for being able to capture moments cinematically long enough because of all the past ones I've made, I've learned so much from each one. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this one is going to be good. My idea for it is, I think right now, if I make this one, I don't want it to be about prestige, though. Like, oh, I'm making this to be, you know, try to get my name prestigious. I keep yeah. trying to force myself to not think like that. Mm-hmm. But I have thought about, like, distributing it out to uh, film festivals first. I think it could do good because I, I don't think people are capturing intimate moments like this, really. Yeah. I I put a lot of work and it's hard. I'm a one man band, so it's pretty like, but it's better. A lot of documentaries out there running a sound guy with them, mm-hmm. producer who's managing it, director, and it's like kind of a crew. Mm-hmm. But me being alone, I was able to just sneak in more, more in- intimately than a crew could. Yeah, you know? and I'm friends with them, so I got to I got to capture a, a more beautiful perspective. I think. Yeah, and that sounds like a big plus, honestly, to me. You like. But in a way, like, is it almost a downfall, too, that you're just a one-man show, kind of? Because, like, it's mm-hmm. just it's just you. Like, would it make it easier if you had, like, you, like one or two more guys, you think, instead of, like, a full crew, just, like, a sound guy or, like, mm-hmm. a guy with lights? Yeah, so there's the pros and cons to it all, yeah. I would. It would be nice to have a sound guy who could just constantly focus on sound. Right That's here, dude. I'll do Daniel. it. Daniel's, you're gonna be my sound guy. <laughs> I would honestly. love to do it, dude. Honestly. Okay, great. But really, we're gonna do this, dude. It's, yeah. That's how it's gonna go. No, I think it would be a lot of fun. I <laughs> you're and that's, love it. That's like one of the reasons I love even just having you on the show is you're just everybody. I feel like has like something very unique about them, you know, and special. And just you are a top tier person to not just like interview, but just to like even sit down and have a conversation. I honestly feel like. We don't even need to plan an episode. We could just throw these mics in front of us and we could sit down and talk for like an hour and a half and it would be like not just a genuine conversation, but we would have our funny moments in there and it wouldn't be like scripted or planned. And it's just because of like who you are. Tice is the Tice is the same. I loved you guys' episode. Yeah, Tice is the same way. Like ah, I love Tice. Just having him on finally, dude, it was waiting forever to get Tice on the show. And when he finally was like able to, like it was just I felt like the conversation was just flowing so natural and smooth and like yeah. that's what I love about doing this yeah do you think i appreciate the compliment that was so sweet of you yeah no problem (laughs) uh do you think it's more so though that i mean i get that's so sweet of you to go straight to compliments for both of us but it probably also has a lot to do because we're friends naturally you know like 
but I feel so. Yeah, I, I think that's a plus for sure because we've like, known each other for so long. I'm just talking to you. There's no one here. I, yeah. I forget sometimes that we're talking to a podcast. Yeah, but, but I think that's just kind of who you are as a person because you, like I said, you're like Tice. Like you guys, I honestly think could make friends wherever you go, and it doesn't take long just because you're a genuine person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't strike me, and it's obviously because I've known you for so long, and I don't know how other people look at you but for me i look at you and i don't see you as the person who's going out there trying to just get whatever they can to better themselves like you you genuinely care for people and it blows it kind of blows me away because it's not how i am necessarily like i (laughs) i don't i mean it's different now but i we i mean we had that talk our last camping trip like i try to distance myself from people in the sense of like getting to know newer people is hard, but like, I don't obviously go out of my way to be like, Oh yeah. Like I'm still going to try to do what's best for me in the situation as to where like, I just, I mean, you picked up hitchhikers before. Like, I know you have hitchhiker stories Mm -hmm. and you try to, you were, I feel like we talked about on your one episode, how that guy tried to like break into your van and then you were still trying to help him out instead of like beating his ass. Like you should (laughs) have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, dude, I think I, I, that's, that's true i i think i do genuinely care about people most people now even it's hard for me to find people that i don't genuinely care about anymore but i didn't used to be like that and i feel and i could be wrong i feel like what you do now like for work like your your videos and stuff like that i feel like that it's brought you more into it because you want to get to know people like i mm-hmm. and i yeah. i feel like again like i because i've seen all of, most of your stuff that i can see like whatever you do post you know obviously like i can watch but you did you've done videos for strangers that you've just met didn't you like back in the past like yeah and i i still want to kind of do that uh because it's so easy those old cinematic videos that you see on instagram where people are using like the gimbal mm-hmm. on there to stabilize their camera and you know they're running around getting cool shots like cool spinning around orbiting and pushing and pulling kind of shots you know what i'm talking about yeah it's like yeah. super cinematic like a lot of motion mm-hmm and it's super cool and i'm like man that'd be nice because i have the ability to do that i can do that i mean you remember how my youtube phase i used to post so many videos on youtube like cinematic yeah and but i've just outgrown that era of my my career my artistic career i guess because i I like want to compose shots like a photograph almost Mm -hmm. and i want to put meaning behind the shots yeah like the reason i'm at this certain shot and uh (sighs) yeah sorry no, you're good. I guess our, both of our phones just went off. Like yeah. we're so distracted by technology. <laughs> well, I was gonna. Both of our phones. Just... Did your phone light up or just mine? Yeah, I got an ESPN notification. Both of us. I just don't know what you have. <laughs> like, just look at it. I just kind of want to uh, see though, real quick. Oh yeah, let me check. Uh, my phone it's, no, it's literally yeah. It's just no, it's basketball. Away. It's just basketball. Yeah, fuck basketball, dude. Uh, come on, man. Who I gives like a basketball. Fuck, <laughs> Throwing a rubber ball around and shit. No, I'm just kidding. I, I suck at basketball. That's why I'm talking so much shit. Also, I was a wrestler, so like we have a natural rivalry, I guess. Yeah, this is true. It's weird that we're such great friends and we both played it. But you wanted to, you didn't even really like basketball that last year. No, no, but that's because I wasn't good enough to play, apparently. Yeah. I thought I was all right. Dude, I can't believe I fucking busted my arm. Yo, that's fucking awesome. You're I just, just felt you're right literally, now. before we go into you talking about you busting your arm, I, I guess I just wanted to like one last question about what you do more or less before we we move on Mm -hmm. um 
and I think I've already asked it on this episode so far, but do you have anything else big planned or like, where do you see yourself going after this? Cause I mean, you're kind of settled in now here for at yeah. least a while. And do you have any like jobs lined up or do you have something that right now in your head that you think like, I want to do this next, like this is going to be like my next project after I finish up this short film. And then yeah. how long is the film that you just got done recording for? How long do you think that's going to take you to get everything together and then like a final draft of it? What sucks about filmmaking is that to make a really actually like well put together film the mm-hmm. way I want to make them now. I have a few scripts I've written that I would like to make, but it costs money. Yeah. To hire an actor, set, find a place to run a set, getting craft snacks that we call it crafty in the mm-hmm. filmmaking. But, uh, you know, like and putting everything together, the logistics going through a table talk so you can have your actors try speaking with each other and. Because when you're performing at the set, you should have everything locked and loaded. And when I make my first scripts, I want to be it to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to make my work like finally something. So right now, I think dir- uh, documentaries are the best route for me to yeah. get my recognition for possibly if I decide I want to put money towards or put time into grants mm-hmm. to show my merit. But I'm kind of on this point where I want to. Uh, I kind of just want to say fuck fuck the system. Like I'm gonna make what I want, but I'm gonna fund it myself. Yeah. So I don't want to have to rely on, you know, changing the way my vision is for some sort of corporation or some production company or some grant giver because they have influence over my work now. Like I want to make what I, my scripts I'm making because I'm trying to touch a deeper message. Like I was saying before, I didn't always used to care about people. I was, used to be such an asshole and I had such a big ego. I feel like you had your, your group, you know, your set, your set group of people and that was it. And then everybody else, you know you didn't really care about. I think that's a better way to look at it. Cause I don't think uh, that was, you didn't care about people. Cause since <laughs> you and I have became friends, I don't think there's been a single day where like you've looked me in my face and been like, yo, I fucking hate Daniel. At least I hope not dude. Cause I've never felt that way about you. Yeah, of course. Well, you're my, you're my friend. I actually tolerate being around you. Like, yeah. like <laughs> but for people I don't like to be around, I used to not think not really care about how I affected other people. I thought the whole world, the show was all about me. You know, mm-hmm. I was born in this world with, this is the Jason Turner movie. This is all about my vision. My eyes have been seeing this processing this. This is my, you guys are side characters in my life. Yeah. And, it, and it's so stupid. I was so thinking everything was about me. I forgot to, I just didn't realize that everyone's having their, their own movie play out, I guess. Okay. And once I started being able to, Stop taking everything so personally and letting my ego get in the way. I think it made me become more empathetic and a lot kinder person. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. It came from a lot of screw-ups, too, because, man, I fuck, I would fuck things up with my own. I, I would get angry over stupid things. I let people's words get me angry, and I'm like, you can't let people control you like that. What do you think changed? What, what, may, what do you think made you change, though, the way that? That was, I guess, because I, I get where you're coming from. I feel like I was the same way and I'm at the point right now where I just don't really care about mm-hmm. what other people say or think. And I'm just kind of, you know, living my life for not just myself, but the people around me. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's a good way to live. That's well, So you're asking about what I plan on doing before this. And I'm saying this because it kind of ties in what you're saying. Like, yeah. I just want to be around the people I love. Like, I don't care. I, I got to finish school, mm-hmm. but I just want to be around here and around, you know, the people I really care about and love. Yeah. And that's what matters to me most. I mean, I'm not really planning these long-term things. I want to, uh, 
you know, I'm going to roll with the punches, go as I go. I, I, it's so hard for me to predict the path of a creative for myself because things never go as planned. Yeah. You don't, weird opportunities come and it's hard to make a really good long plan. So I'm just kind of creating, keep getting better, you know, keep developing my skills, keep creating stuff and putting it out mm-hmm. and, you know, be with the people I love while I'm doing it all. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, sorry, I strayed so far away from that other root question that I forgot what we were saying. What? Oh, uh, what do you think made like changed inside of you the way that you looked at people? Oh, uh, so I, I think what it really boiled down to, I started enough fires, caused enough drama in my life by letting me, myself get angry. I I used to live so angry. I'd be angry at so many people thinking that they did me wrong or something. And then I started learning about philosophy. I really dove deep into a bunch of, you know, Socratic times and Plato, Aristotle, all those Western philosophers up to, and then I started learning about like Lao Tzu and Confucius and mm-hmm. all these other Eastern philosophers. And I started putting these patterns together and like, it started just honestly learning more makes you less ignorant. Yeah. You know, it just, it makes you, and when you're, when you have more knowledge, you like the movie Lucy, mm-hmm. I learned this quote at the end that I love and they go, she go, uh, Morgan Freeman's, about to get all the answers of the universe from lucy mm-hmm. and he goes honestly he's like lucy i don't think humans are ready for this he's like humans are so barbaric still like i think all this knowledge all it would bring is more chaos There's, they won't just want power and stuff you know mm-hmm. he's like it'll just bring chaos and lucy goes knowledge doesn't create chaos ignorance does and i was like fire that's, that's true that's fire it's so true the more you learn the more your perspective just continues to grow, like the better you of a person you become. And I just think about, oh my God, there's so much I still don't know right now. And I'm like, I wonder what my what my perspective on life will be, you know, mm-hmm. a year from now. Yeah. It's just, I feel like I'm learning something new every day. I'm addicted to learning now. That's, <laughs> that's a good thing to be addicted to. You could be addicted to math, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Oh, dude, your room is so chilly. Is it really, dude? The fan's it's, not even I running. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I might be twisted. Just so everybody knows, we're we're recording in my room. <laughs> I don't have a studio. <laughs> I'm not fancy. We don't need it. We don't need to put the veil over all you guys. So everyone on here already loves Daniel. Yeah, I hope so. I love Daniel. I, I, I love Daniel. Dude, you're He's so funny, right man. You crack me up. I would I would love listening to your podcast and just like you you can get me cracking up. You got a funny sense of humor, man. Dude, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I I actually I dude, I pride myself because on my my humor because I do think that I'm funny i don't think i'm funny all the time but i do think that i have my funny moments and the that's the whole reason for the show even you know i just really like to make people laugh and if that's what this is doing i'm doing my job you know yeah dude honestly i didn't realize how funny you were before you started this show damn that's fucked up like you were funny (laughs) you're funny in person but i never i didn't like i feel i can't remember if you got me hardy har and in person oh man dude that i might just be twisted every time i'm with you though too i I was gonna say that kind of hurts yeah so i I forget everything but I dude, like we have good times. Or maybe I'm so freaking AD, ADD that I'm just like spacing off, you know? I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like I do that a lot. Yeah, okay. Do I? I it's hard. Personally, I don't think I've ever really seen you space off. I oh, felt okay. like you Oh, sorry, that was a burp. <laughs> I felt like you jump around from topic to topic a lot, which is cool cuz you keep things interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, cool. You're definitely not a boring person, Jason. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Yeah. You too. Look at you're funny. Thank I'm you. not boring. Yeah. It's a good combo. This isn't going to be us just complimenting each other, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I t- so I t- like your calves, 
Dude, I do have nice calves. They're I'll, nice. I, I, one of the best features on my body, actually, I think. We watched Godzilla versus King Kong the other night. and uh, Spoiler alert. I don't know if you're going to say anything that spoils it. And but. so the person who wins is... <laughs> I'm not going to say a spoiler. I'm going to tell everybody about the beautiful pants you were wearing, though, that just accentuated your glutes. Oh, God damn it, dude. I didn't want to bring this up on the What show. were they? Please tell me. So if for anybody that's listening, um, I was gifted a pair of the butt lifting leggings the leggings that make your ass look oh, nice really yeah that's why your ass looks so nice yeah those that's i was those like leggings. okay i can't i gotta look away daniel's ass is looking good yeah i got yeah i got a pair of those <laughs> leggings dude and you know what i fucking love them they're super comfy i was warm the whole time the only problem is is i don't have a dick to show in the leggings so i'm like i'm like damn do i wear underwear now like in these leggings because like there's not a whole lot of dick to like see in the dude, front just, but, t- just like get a piece of tape and a hot dog oh dude i will go on record to say though and i'm calling him out right now on the show justin sims definitely said he would fuck me and that that made me feel good so you're calling him out because you want him to fuck you no no like, just because no, manchester no just because on the last <laughs> episode with tice we talk about how like all of our friends want to fuck tice over me oh really yeah like gauge i'm gonna edit that out one of our friends one of our friends don't <laughs> yeah he said he'd rather have sex wrong. with Tyson than me i was like damn dude i'm your best friend i was like that hurts because i don't know if it's like because tyson's better looking or if fuck? it's just because you're afraid to like love me but yeah gage said he'd pick tyson over me and then angel tyson he'd rather fuck angel than me and i'm like whoa what the fuck yeah these guys are just hoes dude i know it's because they're better looking than me but like, like, like they said, don't care about ass. they don't care about like the bond yeah. Sex is supposed to be about intimacy, beautiful intimacy shared between two people who love each other. And then they ask you to spit in their mouth and, the, and it gets wild. I mean, that's exactly what you engaged. <laughs> you guys love each other. Oh, dude, I I do love Gage. You guys he fi- might He finally asked me to be his be. best man, dude. Oh my gosh. I'm dude, I'm got nervous. a lot of work to do. You, yeah, I do. Let's go. I know. We need to, we need to start planning. Well, it's hard because of like his family traditions more or less like you know they have one set party for like all the guys which i think is sick i think when we we, i think when we finally do that it's gonna be a lot of fun but i don't know i've never had a plan a bachelor party and don't know already being told that you can't have strippers i'm like all right well there's the first thing he doesn't want to go to vegas i'm like dude he wants wants a good old boys camping trip dude i know but it's he's a simple man trying to get everybody together i feel like it's gonna be the the hardest thing Yeah. You, you, me, and Dude, Wesley, I think are going to be about the... getting people together. Yeah. I don't know if I should go on the record for this, but okay, I'm going on the record for this. Actually, no, first off, if you're going to try taking credit for Gage and Tia, no, okay, cool. Go I'm ahead. not taking credit. I'm going on the record. Any of you fuckers from 2012 Buell High School out there think that I'm going to plan our senior reunion? <laughs> you're fucking high. Dude. I'm a busy person. Like, come on, some of you guys are out there probably aren't doing I shit. I feel like you. Right? You have to though. That was <laughs> your. That you was your role. It was not. I was a child. You can't put a minor a minor in a contract like that. I guess you can. I mean, I got in the Marines like that. Fuck. I, I feel like if anybody was to plan it and it was going to be amazing, you would be the person. Dude, I don't got the funds. Like, what am I supposed to just pull that? shit I don't out? think you fund it. The school funds it. The school funds. I'm pretty sure all. Oh really? The reunion. Is that yes. the money we're supposed to make as a senior class fundraising? I have no fucking idea, fucked. dude. That None money us, did not go to us. That was a problem when I was senior class president. Like we didn't have money. And we're like, what are we gonna do for a trip? Yeah, dude. You. <laughs> when like, we were juniors, we had every like we had a dope prom because of us and like, everything. We have and enough money year. to get blankets to sleep in the freaking field outside. Like, like we don't even have enough for that. 
Wait, what? I don't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> Never mind. It was a joke. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? Dude, did I miss something senior year? Probably because no. I was never there. Dude, yeah, you're out freaking cheering. Yeah, but you were never there. Dude, for anybody that doesn't know, Jason was also never at school, and he was this, our senior president. But oh, yeah. the last, the or day before. before graduation, they told Jason and I we could not walk if we didn't go around the school and clean all of the windows. So Is that something that happened? I I'm probably, pretty sure. I don't think I participated. No, you were I'm there because sure. we, we, we were told we weren't supposed to like be around each other, and we hung out the whole time Dude. cleaning the windows. Oh, hmm. You know what I remember more for our prank? My prank, the senior prank boiled down to me, by the way. Yeah, hold on one second before you do that. My mom's calling me. I'm just going to keep this on in because she's probably okay. going to be really mean to me. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, what's up, mom? I'm recording. Oh, I was just wondering if she sang for you. You didn't oh. say anything. Oh, Annalie? Yeah, she definitely sang for me. It was beautiful. Don't lie. I swear to God, I almost cried. I, I love it when she sings that song. Okay, just so you know, I'm keeping this on the show. So if you want to say anything right now to everybody listening. I miss my daughter. I'm on the podcast. <laughs> What's up, Marsha? Who's on the show with you? Jason. Hi, Jason. How are you? Good. Hey, hey Mom, really quick. Was I an accident? <laughs> you were a gift, Daniel. That's a yes. I was an accident. Okay, I'll talk to you later, Mom. I love you. <laughs> Marsha Havens, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Freaking fine, dude. I have I have the worst attention span. What, what were we talking about? I don't know. I mean, we are. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what we're talking about. Anyways, um, yeah, you have you have to plan our reunion, dude. If 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 you don't plan it, are you gonna go? I'm I'm gonna go, yeah. If you don't oh, plan, I'm telling this right now. If you people. do not plan but I don't a reunion, plan I'm not going. Okay, then let's just have a boys camping trip. That'd be dope. Yeah. No, Gage wants to go to the reunion, oh so we God. would be out. Well, Gage. Gage can plan it. You hear me, Gage? Who else would plan it? Who was your VP? Miguel Ayala. I think Miguel's gonna have to end up playing. <laughs> Everybody, everyone, go spam Miguel Ayala. It's disabled, or is it disabled? He had a bounce between the two. I don't remember. Yeah, go look up for his podcast, Miguel Ayala. Go over there, spam More than his this. ass, and say that he needs to play in it, please. Everyone, 2012, Buell High School. Go. Yo, I'm upset he hasn't released my episode yet. I know he's busy. He probably but doesn't like, like it. Damn, you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. I thought we had a good episode, but he was just like, he just never posted. He's like, I was like, damn, damn they're just, Daniel didn't really add any value that worth my listeners hearing. That's probably what it was. <laughs> did you swear on your episode with him? Because yeah, I definitely I did. Swear, did. And then I started swearing a lot. And he no. was like, watch it, buddy. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, sorry. Because like, I was like, this is definitely not like my show. His show is more friendly and about friendship. And yeah, I talk about just... looking at people's assholes and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but yours makes people feeling warm and friendly in a different way. Okay, so real quick, no homo. How did my ass look in those leggings? It looked good, dude. You got some thick, thick legs, bro. One you to ten. Legs. You don't have like a small cat leg problem like a lot of dudes like me. Yeah, dude. I That's like small my legs. calves. One to ten, though. But John Jones has small calves. Okay. And he's a monster, so it's like maybe I'm built like John Jones. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like you would fuck somebody up, dude. Besides your injury that you have right now, which brings me no, into. No, dude. Uh, I fucked people up with this one arm. I was sparring people right after I got this injury. Well, I did have a question. But there's a lot of people who fuck me up stuff. I did have a question that I wanted to ask purely because of your injuries that you've had in the past. But uh, uh, what's the dumbest way that you've injured yourself? Dumbest way I've injured myself. Dude, I don't know if... Um, let's think. 
Uh, oh, I got it. Guaranteed. I don't know why it took so long to think of this. I had injured my hearing abilities because when I was shooting guns with the artillery unit, we were in South Korea shooting, fucking practicing. One of the missile fucking artillery rounds, we lost. We're like, where'd it go? Oh, we don't know. Anybody got eyes on the fucking arty round that has a, what, 100 meter kill radius or whatever? No, nope, don't know. Okay. But anyways, uh, we're shooting guns. I'm with the arty team. And I'm not even an artillery guy. I was a helicopter guy. But we were flying artillery for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you pull the fucking thing around your waist. Boom. Blow it up. And those things are... Have you? Do you know what that is? No. Like a, a howitzer? No. Will you explain it? It's like a giant, huge... Not a missile launcher. It's just like a giant cannon. A okay. giant cannon. Just boom. You pull You pull a string and it like blows out. I think I've seen a video of it. Thing. Is Gus it like flies. angle up? It can angle up, but I mean, it angles probably more horizontal because you're trying to shoot it far. Yeah. That's like the number one reason we have such superiority on in warfare is due to those things. They they suppress and get people out of fire really well. But um, yeah, I was shooting and you were stupid to wear earplugs. Like you, it was like a dumb thing. You were a little boot, you know, like what the fuck you wearing earplugs for? Uh-huh. No one was wearing it and I wasn't either. And I'm pretty sure that fucked my ears up. Really? Yeah, that was a stupid one. Should have worn my ear pro. I honestly thought you were going to talk about the time you blew out your chest. <laughs> I have a lot of stupid ones, dude. I have a lot of stupid injuries. Give me another one then really quick. Because I, <laughs> I don't really have one besides me fucking my ankle up. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I have a fucking my ankle up stupid story. But I'll tell the re- most recent one because I'm dealing with it now. My chest one on my right side. Mm-hmm. I was stuffing a takedown. Uh, family boxing me and this guy, uh, Junior, he's a Brazilian black belt. He's from Brazil, but Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. And uh, he comes at me, and I stuffed the takedown. We were doing some good wrestling. I swooped in and got a single legs, went over to a double, picked him up, but then he started snagging on me like a spider. Uh-huh. Uh, I started getting scared, so I pushed him back off. And then he's, he gets pretty aggressive on the takedown. He comes flying at me with the takedown, and I stuff it. I sprawl, and I push my my arm down on his shoulder and start pushing and he's running into me and i hear i just feel a thought 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 like it was actually three distinct like rubber bands really tight scraping off the table feeling thun, 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 you okay know? yeah and uh <laughs> thun, 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 thun. that's some sound it makes and uh yeah and then i it, it was, didn't really hurt and so we kept going i defended the takedown got away from it and then i was like all right let's go uh, we go again. He's like, he decides we should go on our knees. Mm-hmm. And we get on our knees. We're going, and I push, and bam, just a sharp pain right through my same exact spot on my left side that I fucked up doing a bench press. How much were you benching when you blew out your chest? It was because uh, those three pictures. Plates. Were, I would say those pictures were so gnarly, dude. It like I can still picture it in my head, just like seeing how bruised and like fucked up your chest was. Yeah, dude. It was three plates and some change. Because, oh, damn, I thought I had a picture. Uh, th- three plates and some change. What, what did I have? Anyways, I hit three plates like it was nothing, and I didn't really do that before. So we threw on some more. I think we threw a 25 on or 10. I think we threw a 10, and that was pretty easy. So my friend just jumped me up. Mm-hmm. And I get the Joseph Chapman, you motherfucker. Uh, he's the reason. That blew out. So he's like, "You got this, but baby, lightweight, lightweight. You got this." Uh huh. I get on it. His small, his small ass. He's he's my spotter, and Will he's you a say small that guy. Again? Lightweight, baby, lightweight. <laughs> Clap your hands. Let's go, lightweight. But uh, 
he's 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 not very big i'm bigger than him and he's my spotter so if anything goes wrong with me the smaller guy has to save me from the weight i couldn't even save myself with yeah so already a stupid idea i pull it off i'm coming down and i think someone just punches me in the shoulder i'm like what the who the fuck just punched me in the shoulder i'm benching here Mm -hmm. turn and look Oh, no one's there. My arm's dangling off the bench, not working anymore. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Luckily, some people were watching, and mm-hmm. they just people came running, lifted the bench off, racked it, and I stood up, and my arm wasn't working anymore. And I was like, oh, shit. And that's how I heard it. Jesus Christ, dude. How long were you down? Oh, that one was a long injury. It was. It took a couple months, but it was completely tore off my uh, uh, pectoral tendon major. How you, are you, is it okay now? Like, you yeah. still lift and stuff? Yeah, it's so fine. That's why I was so shocked that I just busted out my right one. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> God damn it! I want to be done with injuries, bro. I'm so sick of them. I don't think that's a thing, dude. I think now that we're getting older, the injuries are just going to keep coming. No. Like, unless you're Tice, who is, you know, not blessed. The guy who punched the wall and broke his hand. Who won, literally <laughs> has torn his ACL more times than I could count. Dude, tall guys and ACLs. Damn, yeah, I don't have an injury like that, dude. Not that I can think of. No. Uh, Lucky. Yeah, I rolled my ankle playing basketball one time, and that was, if i thinking about it, that's probably it. I have back pain every now and then, but that's just because I didn't lift the way I was supposed to when I was a cheerleader. I was just kind of like, I can muscle this up. Yeah, well, I think I might be able to prevent injuries. I, was, I should have stretched and warmed up better, but I think we can still reach. Dude, we're not that old. I know, but I feel old, dude. Like I get How old are you? 27? No, I turned 26 this year. I forget how old I am, dude. I think I'm 27. No, I think you're... I only... You might be 27. I'm 93, dude. 1993. Yeah, you're going to be 27 this year. I'm going to be 27? I thought I was turning 28 this year. I cannot no. remember. No, because I'm turning 26 this year. I was born in 94. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, well, I'm younger than I thought. Yeah. I feel like an old man. That... That's what I'm saying, not, dude. Not physically, though. Like, not. I feel like an old man in in the fact that I've been able to, because I meet older people who are like in their forties, and I'm like, dude, haven't you got this shit figured out yet? Like, you've been here double, but double my time, right? Like, do you, why are you still acting like an asshole? Like, didn't you learn this lesson yet? I guess not, dude. That's SpongeBob yeah, me. So that's what How I. How many feel? times do I have to teach you this <laughs> lesson, old man? <laughs> I love young people. <laughs> Dude, are we going to ignore the fact that Bubble Buddy straight up murdered that guy who was buried in the sand? Because Bubble Buddy was sentient. Remember? That guy got his head, he got buried up to his head and Spongebob goes, All right, Bubble Buddy, you can dig him out. I'm going to go get us some like ice cream or some shit. And Bubble Buddy sits there and he goes like, Oh, dude, hurry up, high tide's coming, hold on. And Bubble Buddy doesn't do shit and he died. Dude, well, he was a fish. There's no way he could have died. He's a ghost. And the Goo Lagoon isn't water. It's something else. Damn, dude, you're right. You're he right. straight murdered that dude. Dude, I feel like SpongeBob had a lot of questionable things going on. They murdered on. the health inspector. They definitely... No, they didn't murder him. They, they tried, tried to, to murder him. Yeah. And luckily, he's a good guy. Can you, dude, can we take a step back and think about how we used to watch that? Like, <laughs> SpongeBob probably fucked a lot of people up, dude. Dude, yeah, that's why we are so fucked up the way we are. Yeah, it's whatever. It's great. You gonna let your kids... Good education. You gonna let kids watch... Future kids watch... Stuff like that? Uh-uh, dude, no. When I have kids, we're going to have a, a black and white house. All the art is going to be gray. 
um there's no laughter allowed no laughter allowed in the house okay okay i like where this is going i'm just gonna teach them how to like be good citizens (laughs) you're gonna homeschool your kids too dude that'd be dope yeah homeschool though i'm gonna have the government do like send me a special homeschool teacher who's really strict that'd be fire teach them the ways that to obey yo what could sorry are you do you plan on having kids ever yeah i I mean i think we all want to freaking procreate yeah okay so question for you yeah what is the absolute worst name you could give a child? Daniel. Damn. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I ah, no. <laughs> I set myself up for failure there. <laughs> uh, worst name. That's a weird one, dude. Mm, Sharkisha? Dude. That one just is like baby Sharkisha. I don't know, dude. It just sounds weird. I got a sister named Keisha, so it's like, why would you put the word shark in front of it? I mean, that would be... A, I guess that would be a bad name, dude. I feel like... The name Olivia sucks. <laughs> Olivia? <laughs> I don't know why, dude. Dude, my mom's name's Olivia. Or Guinevere. We've been watching you, <laughs> so that name just popped up. But, like, I feel like Guinevere is a terrible name, dude. My, my mom's name is Yvette. I love you, mom. Yeah, I was going to say, that is not your yeah, mom's name originally, I can't dude. do her dirty like that. Yvette. Solshi. Or, so, guess how you spell Solshi? I don't know. Spell dude, my I'm, mom's middle name. That's what she, everyone calls her in Mexico. Solshi. Solshi, all her family. Dude, I can't spell. I'm literally the right, worst give you a hint. Give you a hint. X is what it starts with. Shut the fuck up, dude. X O T C H I T L, I think. Or X O C H I T L. How the fuck does that It's like Aztec or some shit, because that's like the crazy weird way people used to talk and write before, you know, Europeans came over and made everybody Spanish and uh Catholic. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um Alright. Yeah. What about boy? What about boy name? Um, not, dude, I don't even. I don't have no clue. I, I can't think. Of, I'll just be making up sounds. Come on, give me. I know you got one. What? Oh, you want me to? Give yeah, you, one? you got one planned. What is it? Dude, I feel like. I don't know if it's like a. Like Oliver, dude, is a weird name. Olivia and Oliver. Yeah, What's dude, your problem? With I don't know, Oz? dude. I just feel like Ol- I feel like Oliver's just like a. It's an outplayed name, maybe like it's you past its time. <laughs> Why? I don't know, dude. It just dude, sounds like an Oliver old person's Olivia. name, dude. That's weird. Who do you know? Do you know? Don't you know Olivia's? No. Uh, freaking. Uh, Mimi's Mimi's flowers. Uh, oh, Hayden. the Fords. Yeah, yeah, Fords. So. Yeah, no, I, she's cool. Yeah, yeah Olivia I, Ford. I don't hate. I, it's just Doesn't like that I sound like, like a very a, presidential name. Yeah, it feels like she's gonna run for president. She one should. Day. But people like you are like her name's Olivia though. I don't like I said like I don't hate the name. I just feel like it's it's definitely something I wouldn't go with. <laughs> All right, well, what'd you go with? Let's talk baby names. I don't want to talk baby names, dude. Like, probably never gonna, gonna have a baby. baby, huh? So I'm probably never gonna have a baby. Oh, dude. Don't don't talk like that, dude. I got one working testicle. What do you think's gonna happen, dude? You got your shit frozen, right? No, not anymore. Oh, I've shit. wasted time, dude. I sat on one. I sat so on a bitch expensive. for way too long, dude. Damn. Yeah. And you better start getting charming real quick. I guess, dude. I don't know. Honestly. <laughs> You are charming, bro. If I could, if, Fuck it, dude. if I was to have, let's just say one kid and it was to be a boy, if I, I would like to name them after me just because I think I've always wanted to have a junior. I think having a junior would be sick. Yeah. But like, um, I really like the name Ventus. Hmm. Reminds you of Vin Diesel. Yeah. It's and actually like- from my favorite video game series, but like, it's just <laughs> a sick name. And then I, a middle name, like I've always like debated about but like i actually would like to like contribute my grandpa's name 
into there. So like, like if it was like right now, like say I, I was finding out I was having a son, like yeah. if it was up to me and I could pick the name, it'd be Vinci, it'd be Ventus Archie Havens. Archie. Yeah. That was my grandfather's name. That's dope, dude. Yeah. That sounds like a good one. Yeah. Or yeah, you can consider yeah. Jason as well. I guess. Dude, I also, like, have you ever watched How I Met Your Mother? No, I haven't. You guys always talk about you it. You need to watch it, dude. But, yeah. like, the middle name Wait For It would be so sick. Oh, that is a good one. Daniel, right? Wait For It. Hey, hey dude, how sick would that be at, like, graduation? Dude, at graduation, they call me the Jason Turner. Do you remember that? I do remember that, dude. I kissed Miss Bun on the cheek, oh, dude. Kendall, I think Kendall did it. Thank you. That was I, dope. Was it Kendall? I think it was Kendall. Yeah, shout out Kendall. Yeah, you've turned me into a god. <laughs> Dude, you have a lot. Yeah, after that moment, I feel like you had to live up to something. I'm like, I better start working hard. She <laughs> said the before my name. <laughs> That's how you're going to get re- introduced at the uh, reunion that Dude, you Dude, you know how many, Gage literally works with another Jason Turner. I'm like, the, that's like the most popular generic name out there. I don't, I don't know. Do, dude. You, do you guys want to know? Do you know, Daniel, yourself, what my original name was? My no. birth certificate name? You have a different name? Yeah, dude. No, what is it? Okay, I'm about to make this public. This is breaking news right now. Jason Turner, the Jason Turner's first name on his birth certificate. Th- thanks to Yvette Soshi Corral. <laughs> she named me Ashley Jaid Corral. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, dude, my name was Ashley. <laughs> Dude, I wish I still had it because I'd, I'd be scoring these scholarships. I'd be a Hispanic person, you know, Corral, and they might think I'm trans. Ashley. Oh, so, dude, I would... why did your mom name you Ashley? <laughs> she liked the name. She thought it was, you know, and people try to tell me it is, and I'm like, I'd probably just go by Ash. But That'd I, be you, sick, dude. Do you know the song A Boy Named Sue? Let me get a rip of that pick. Come on. No. I, I like uh, to get my head. A song this. named what? A Boy Named Sue by a... Uh, oh, I got a fucking nosebleed, dude. Johnny Cash? Oh my gosh, dude! You ripping this thing too hard. Let me no, dude, I've been getting I've been getting random nosebleeds like throughout the last week. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, take it! Oh, it's up my nose. Yeah, dude, I've been yeah I've been getting the rawest nosebleeds. I don't like know why. That's weird that you say that because I have to actually. I really have. I have like one the whole this morning, like this last week. It's, this, this is the third nosebleed I've had today. Oh. Dude, oh shit! The next stage of COVID. Could you imagine if I was just well, we all just turn into it. zombies, dude? How would? No, I don't want to get into zombies right now, dude. I I do not want to get into zombies right now. What would I do... you? Would you end me? I'm turning into a zombie. You hit me in the brain. Absolutely, okay. you're dead, dude. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm killing you though, purely for the fact that I want you to to what rest. If, what if I'm bit and I'm still normal and I'm like, hey, dude, please don't kill me. I'd wait till I'd wait till you died from the infection and then I'd kill you. Oh, okay, Walking Dead style. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I'd let you like <laughs> I'd let you like get your last breath in and be like, all right, cool. I'd close your eyes and then just. I'm like, wait, I'm not. not t- <laughs> I'm not taking dude, any imagine, chances, dude. Imagine you're just like, like the how bad guy would you be if you're just like, Daniel, please stay with me, and you just put a gun to my head and pull the trigger before I'm even dead. Yo, honestly, if I Does I feel like dark, I, I'm gonna go. I'm a I'm a easily go on record with this. If I was to lose like my little sister or my mom early into the zombie apocalypse, I'm probably changing forever. I'm probably going to be like, oh, you already hate people. You're going to be a bad guy. Yeah, I'd probably end up being a bad guy. I'd have to take you down, dude. You might have to kill me. I, I wouldn't kill you. If somebody I'd was to kill me, you, I think I'd put you in a little handcuffs and you're living and tied to me and we're going on a journey across America. You think so? Yeah. You're going to be. And then if you ever, I'll hold you as a shield. If you ever get bit, 
then I I treat you like Michonne does with her friends, like they chop off your jaw so you can't bite me, Damn, put you on dude. a chain with me. I feel like that's almost more fucked up. <laughs> like you're just gonna let me be a zombie with no jaw, dude. Dude, yeah, but I'll be talking to you every fire until we find a cure, and then I'll bring you back. And then I don't have a jaw. Yeah, but then you can write and shit. Dude, have you seen my handwriting? My handwriting's <laughs> ass. No. Yeah, well, I mean, I gotta survive the zombie apocalypse, too, so, like, what am I supposed to do? How am I, I can't be lugging your dead weight around as you're a bad guy, so I, you can only go so far. Just let me go off and do my own thing. I won't come find you. You don't come find me. We're, We're gonna be, like, desperados in the West. We'll find each other, like, out in the deserts of Wyoming one day, and hunting buffalo because they roam again and that's our food source and i see you and you're gonna be looking like a dark like the undertaker <laughs> just like that'd out be there, so sick just dude. standing on the horizon and i'm walking up and we meet each other out in the middle of the field and i'm like long time no see there partner and you go oh you want me to go Damn, I wasn't. I thought you were just gonna give me the whole thing, dude. Lay it out. <laughs> you you had me going. I was hooked there, dude. Con- continue it. Don't don't make me go. You go. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's how it would go. I mean, the rest is you know we're gonna have to wait till the apocalypse to find out the rest, dude. If we didn't see each other for like, say, zombie apocalypse did happen, we didn't see each other for years, and then we we met up again. First thing I would do would be try to make you laugh. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it'd make me. I probably you probably have an easy time with that when I see your big ass beard. Probably, dude. Honestly, if I was. If I was to like be a bad guy in a zombie apocalypse, I'd probably just take people's testicles. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That's totally like your character begin beginning story too. Like that would be great for a comic book. Yeah. Like he started off as just an ordinary man who got testicular cancer. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Keep it going. But Keep then going. everything changed when COVID nineteen hit. Dun, and- dun, dun, dun. Little did everyone not know that there it was actually a zombie virus, dude. Not from China. It was actually from Italy, dude. Have you heard about that uh, vaccine being recalled? That's how you know it was actually fictional. That last statement. Have you known about the, or did you hear about that? What the J and J? Yeah, getting recalled. Oh, yeah. Killing people. It, 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 it blood clotted like six people out of like six million though. Yeah. It was more than that. It was like 60 million. Are you vaccinated? No. Are you going to get vaccinated? So that's a weird topic, but I guess let's talk about it. Um, I mean, it's it's all about antibodies, like having the antibodies to fight off COVID so you don't get it. And what's confusing to me is how the CDC is coming out saying that asymptomatic people are less like aren't spreading it anymore Uh or less likely to be spreading. And I mean, wear masks and stuff seems to help. So fuck it. But. I feel like when we start talking about injecting stuff in our bodies and it's nice to be, it seems like okay to be skeptical about doing that when we don't even know long-term effects. It's like, I get it. It's made out of stuff that's probably, you know, cancer research and stuff. That's usually the argument, but at the same time, it's like you're taking a big leap of faith and it's which way do you want to take a leap of faith? Mm -hmm. Do you want to believe that your antibodies are going to do a natural immunity? Are you going to rely a lot on health? No one's talking about, you know, fat people. The most, most people that, that are getting diagnosed with severe uh, COVID diagnosed, catching severe cases of COVID are obese. You mm-hmm. know, it's like we live in such a fat culture now. I mean, even myself, I feel like I'm overweight right now and I'm trying to move my body, do something, you know, mm-hmm. to take care of my health. Cause it's all about like our bodies are biological. Like they're not just pump stuff into fix. It's like quick, easy fixes. If our car's breaking down, we have to work on, you know, 
the proper maintenance for it versus just say, you know, inject, just shove this into the gas and next thing you know, everything will be better. You get what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying. It seems more complex and a lot of people are being so nosy about it lately. Like, hey, are you going to get vaccinated? Like getting in everyone's business with these vaccine passports too. It's kind of crazy. It's like, dude, and that's kind of like, so I'm, I'm curious because like I did get like an email or anything but like i'm going to alaska here in a couple weeks Mm -hmm. do i have to like get tested before i fly out or anything like that do you know because you just flew out i didn't have to for that no you didn't you just were able to and you know what was so dumb so you think something like this would be objective when we're talking about a pandemic like a pandemic that Mm -hmm. word used to be so scary Mm -hmm. but uh it was like plague level word a pandemic now it's just like, yeah, we're in a pandemic. <laughs> it's weird, dude. Like the the way that life is going on, like I forget sometimes that this is a thing. Yeah, until you log on to Facebook and go, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be scared, you know, constantly. Mm-hmm. But um, what was I saying? Oh, flying to Louisiana. Yeah. So we're out back there warming up. All the boxers warming up. There's a rule: everyone has to wear their masks. Some boxers would take slip their masks off, and the coaches would slip their masks off to like talk to them and stuff. Uh huh. And this person there that was working there was freaking out on a coach and boxers telling them that he was going to kick him out if they slipped their mask down or their and the guy was like my mask just slipped down you know mm-hmm. you know sometimes how they slip down your face yeah your nose is all un- uncovered and they were threatening it was a big heated commotion not even 10 minutes later they go onto the intercom and say all right now ladies and gentlemen it's okay to have your masks off if you're in the warm-up area or and for boxers and i'm like and they're freaking out like what the fuck you know, like, you just got mad at us about this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm just following rules. Like, I'm following rules. Yeah. And I was just in there, and I looked over at Jason, the coach, and I was like, well, some ground-breaking science must have just occurred. They must have been like, guys, th- hurry this in. Let, let the National Boxing Association know that we discovered the boxers going to have their masks off. They'll be safe. Like, wait, who, They're just making shit up as they go back there, I think. Mm-hmm. That's... That's just part that's ridiculous. It's like, this is kind of the situation everywhere, it feels like. Dude, I'm just over it, honestly. And that, like, I haven't I, I haven't taken an actual vacation in years. Like, the last trip that I went on is when we went to go say goodbye to my dad before he passed. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, my first vacation. I'm fucking stoked, dude. I'm actually meeting my buddy Shane. Shout out Shane, because I know he's listening. <laughs> fucking love you, dude. I'm meeting my buddy Shane for the first time ever in person. We met through playing oh, video really? games. Yeah. What what console? What what world system? Uh I believe we were all on the PlayStation, but we were playing Fortnite. So it was when Fortnite was really big. I just got into it. I was playing with again, shout out my buddies Chris and Ricky Sheets. Love these guys. Um I met Shane from Fortnite. And hmm. we like just hit it off, you know, like if those guys weren't on and Shane was on, like we would play Fortnite together hang out or whatever and like that's that's one of the things i love about the video game culture because you know people there are stories of people that have played like xbox 360 together they met after like five years like this is like a legit story like shane and i are going to meet for the very first time when we go up to alaska like he's going back Hell to visit yeah, man. yeah i'm excited that's dude. cool we yeah, talked dude. on the phone the other day for three fucking hours while he was driving home dude i've pondered a lot on the value of relationships that come out of uh online world mm-hmm because you, seems like your you VR can, stuff, dude, seems pretty... Oh, dude, you, and it's like, you, especially VR, that's taking it to the next level, but before yeah. that, like, consoles, PC, mm-hmm. like, you really do make memories and relationships with people in the video game world, and I think yeah. people who don't play video games don't understand that. Yeah. Like, you become friends with people. Yeah, I met, I met, that's what I'm saying, like, I met Shane through 
Fortnite. It's like he board lived in game Arizona. Night. It's yeah. like having a board game night every night with friends. Like if you play with someone every night, anyways. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like you guys are interacting and having fun and like. And that's what's sick about video games is like event. I could I could talk to friends that live in Alaska two hour time fr- difference you know, mm-hmm. and we can just enjoy or hate the night because of video game. But like we're doing it together. Like even. Like, people throw a lot of hate towards video games, I think, and it's because, like, they don't actually sit down and play it or, like, they don't, you know, it's just not interesting, which I get, but the whole concept, dude, and, like, this is, this is like, something that I wanted to actually talk about a little bit because, like I said, like, I just talked to Shane last night on the phone for, like, three hours. He listens to the show. He likes the show. He gave mm-hmm. me some really good feedback and oh, stuff yeah. that I want to work on and whatnot. And like, like a cool dude, Shane. Yeah, he really is, dude. Again, shout out Shane, but... The one thing that I'm worried about with like this vacation is I want to enjoy myself while I'm not home, obviously. Yeah. And I feel like COVID, I don't think COVID's going to fuck it up. I I really don't at no, this I'm point. Dude. But I just, I'm excited to finally like just do something. I'm excited to finally meet this guy that I've known for years, but never met in person. Dude, it's not about the events that you can go to that things are open or closed. Yeah. It's not about where you go- where you can go to or anything. It's about who you're with dude and you're gonna be with your your badass friend shane just make the most of it yeah dude i'm excited i'm really excited it boils down to it crack some freaking brewskis and just enjoy each other yeah it's gonna be great either way yeah dude and yeah i i'm i'm excited because this this kid can drink (laughs) (laughs) oh that's not gonna be a good a good uh concoction then and and he he convinced me to take my recording equipment up i think i'm gonna record an episode with shane and maybe you should consider doing the hand recorder that I have. Are you going to take everything? Not everything, just the two you mics. You don't want to ruin this. anything. No, no. I'm, so yeah. I'm going to pay for a bag to take up there. Oh, good. And I'll That'd just, be cool, dude. Yeah, you have a nice setup here. Yeah, I like it. I'm not going to take. I'm not going to take all of it, but I'll take the main stuff that I record on. Ricky's already told me that I could record on off of his PC. So oh, yeah, dude. I look and, forward to hearing it. Yeah, I'm. I'm just excited because you know, again, like I finally. I'm getting just a week off where I don't have to worry about anything. I'm honestly considering just not even having my phone on at all while I'm up there. Dude, that's a great idea. Unplug, reset. The uh, only reason I can is because of mom. Because yeah. obviously, as go you out and look she... at the stars every night. Dude, <sighs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, before we go, I want to know what if somebody was to come up to you right now and ask you. For your pinky toe, what's your what's your selling price? Like cut it off? Yeah, I, I, dude, I don't know if I could do that because I'm a very active person, and you actually need your pinky toe to, for stabilization on your foot. Yeah, I heard that it's like pretty impossible to run without your pinky toe. Is that true? I want to say that's a fact. I'm not going to look it up. Okay, let's just say, hey guys, it's a fact. Yeah, fact. fact. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah, folks. just don't fact check us. That's that's. You heard it here. Yeah, we told you. You don't need to check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if that's going to hinder my ability to be active and like enjoy life, then no. But if I can get by without it, I mean, okay. Even with that factor, I'll say a billion. Billion dollars. I could get a new fucking toe and just do whatever the fuck. Honestly, five hundred mil. Dude, oh, okay. I like that answer. Yeah. Uh, until you brought up that whole "you need it to walk" thing, I, my my price was a lot lower. Well, now what is it? It was like three mil. Three mil is that new one or is the old one? That was the the old one. Oh, that's now I'm, I think I'm rocking with you like a bill slash five hundred mil. Yeah, five hundred something mil. to recover and enjoy life. How much, dude? We talked about this on the camping trip, and I feel like you and I could have a good conversation off of it, dude. But uh. If somebody was to like ask for free picks, how much would you sell them for? Um, do 
do I are they tied? Do they know anything about me? It's just anonymous. Let's say you. Let's say, twenty years from now, when you're a big, famous. How much friction is there between me and sending the? Is it like I just snap send easy? Yeah. Venmo pops up. Bling, thank you. Yeah. Never have to worry yeah. about it again. But this person knows, and they can like be like, "Yo, I have Jason Turner's feet okay. pics." Uh, I mean, whatever it's worth. I'll try to I try to buy bargain with the market at first, but you know if there's no bargaining with the market, nobody wanted it. I just say like fuck it. Like, do I have a, a finite supply of fix I can send it to him? Can I just sit there and snap over and over like five dollars a pick? Bap, 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 Let, bap. Let's say right now, oh, random, shit, I need a coffee. Right, like, right send. now, random friend on Facebook texts you and was like, "Yo, I want to buy feet pics from you." Oh, okay, like that. That's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. dude, what's your 20 lowest bucks. price? Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. What? Fuck about my feet. Damn, dude. It's just like what, people are seeing my feet for free at freaking jujitsu. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Free twenty bucks, dude. I'm. It's worth my time to just pull my camera out. I almost bucks. feel like I almost feel like I would throw a ridiculous number. Out. I mean, not even ridiculous. I'd be like, yo, hundred fifty bucks. See, and, and if I they said, said I'd no, bargain. I'd be like, yeah. Like I want the best value, but like, but your lowest price is twenty bucks. Yeah, fucking twenty bucks. I'll pull my camera out, and send it to you real quick. That, stand, right. that stands. Anybody, you can message me. Um, Instagram, Jason Turner video. And if you want feet pics, I'll give you my Venmo. I want the money first, though. Yo, dude, if anybody fucking hit you up for feet pics, please let me know. Yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn, I mean, I feel like I enjoyed this, dude. I, yeah. I would be down to continue, but I also feel like we should probably go out yeah, there and hang out. we have guests out there. Isaiah's out there. Carlos, your sister. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's go say One last up. question. I, I kind of want this just for the record on air, so that way, who knows, you know, if I was to ever get married one day, five, 20 years down the road. Um, would you ever, like, if I was to ask you to do a video office style for my wedding? Off the what? Office style. So office like, style yeah like like the like office. a fun video not that's not happening during your wedding no like yeah during like during the reception during it yeah, like you could get like a nice though. video of like the wedding and everything but then like during the reception and like before the wedding itself this is what i'll do for you i want to party with you during your wedding obviously you're so probably I, gonna I be, can, you're gonna be in my lineup so that's I, that's why i'm asking it like, oh hell yeah you're gonna need to like hire somebody else okay. to get like this i'll say i'll find someone that can do it mm-hmm. yeah i i i had no you know, I know style and I know people, so I feel like I could find a good person for you. But I want no, I want I want your name behind it. Like, oh, you want to direct it? Yeah. So like, oh, if it's okay. if it's somebody else, just like recording, like, let's say Dude, that's a good idea. The ceremony part, okay. but then like afterwards, like the reception, like the party where you get to like actually talk to people. Like, I want it office style. How much would you charge me to do that? <sighs> Dude, I'm gonna have to think on that. That's that's weird. Man, lately my price has gone like because I'm busy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like turn this into a living, so. It gets complicated because I have to sacrifice a lot of time and stuff because my value goes higher. But yeah, I don't want to be working at your wedding. It's pretty much what it boils down to. So fuck a reality thing, a dream world. I'd be like, yeah, I'll just director photography, hire a camera operator, tell them what to do. But there's a lot of work that goes into videos. Mm-hmm. It, is, it really is a lot of work, and I wouldn't want to give you something with my name on it that sucks because I'd be too busy enjoying your wedding rather than doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I kind of just don't want to do your wedding, bro. I'm sorry. Damn, that's all right. I Let just thought it'd be cool. I want to be idea. there and I want to be hugging you and fucking smiling with you, make, and engraving your happiness in my memory. All right, dude. All right, I can respect that. All right. I just thought the video would be really sick, dude. dude. I know that's the freaking in the what's the saying? The shoe cop, uh, shoe maker's family has no shoes. What? You never heard that saying? No. It's like they're too busy making shoes for everyone else. They don't have enough time to make shoes for their family. 
That's a fire quote, though. Yeah. I probably butchered it, but it's pretty much that. <laughs> I, I mean, I got what you were saying off of it. <laughs> um, Yeah, well, yeah. damn, I guess that's it for this week, unless you have anything that you want to bring up before we go. Uh, nothing. Nothing. I'm, I'm blank. Blank, huh? Let's go freaking get more twisted. All right, dude. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody, <laughs> for listening. Um, Again, Jason, you want to give us your handles really quick to your... Handles. All right. I got two, one on my left and right. No, I'm playing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh at Jason Turner video, pretty much anywhere. You guys know who I am. Jason Turner. Your love, uh, lovely local videographer. <laughs> All right. And with that, that is, again, this week's episode of Twist Talk. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I hope you have a great week. Peace.